Hey everyone, welcome to Louisiana Ladies. My name is Melissa Torito. And I am Maggie Robinson. And this is a podcast with no agenda. So today we are going to be talking about kids, to have them, to not have them. Oops, if it happens. So before we get a little deep though, Maggie, how was your weekend? It was good. It was good? It was really good. It was a work at the house weekend because mm-hmm. I'm hosting my niece's birthday. We're having a little small get together at the house with a water slide. Which she, niece is this? This is Lainey. She's going to be 10. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And so we need to pressure wash the house, get the yard looking good. So we can have people over. I love weekends like that because then by the time the evening comes, you have totally, I don't know how else to say it, earned whatever you do. A bath, reading a book, going to bed early, drinking a glass of wine. Yes. And like if you're outside and kind of sweaty. Oh, it's amazing. Oh, it was really good. And um, it was my last week of my step bet. Oh. It's been a struggle this time to get the steps that I needed. So it was the last day and I needed a power day. But I ended up getting like 12,000 steps. It was like way over what I needed. So let's talk to the audience about what StepBet is in case <laughs> anyone doesn't know. Okay, so StepBet is an app on your phone and it links to your Apple Watch or Fitbit or whatever. Or just your phone. Yes. I think you can hook it up to your phone. You have to have it on your person all the time. I know, and all I'm the time. Not, I'm not good at too that. Much, too much work. Yes. So I got back in and you put up $40. And it tracks all your history, your activity on your watch to determine a goal. So you have an active goal, which mine is 7,200 steps, and then a power goal, which is 9,300 steps. And working in an office, sitting at a desk, is you wouldn't believe how difficult it is to get Or how little you you move. How little you move. It's eye-opening. Yes, it makes you very conscious. And um, I noticed the days that I you know, have a good step count. My energy levels you are feel better. better. Yeah. So that's why I get it. And you won't believe how much harder you work for $40 because if you, if you forfeit and you don't meet your goals for the week, I didn't mention it's like four active days, two power days and a rest day. Correct. Does that yes. equal seven? That is seven. You are <laughs> correct on that. And so your active days are your less step count, yes. you know, your lighter step count and your power days are probably about, mine are about 2,000 to 2,500 more steps. And yours are higher mine because are higher. you're more, you're an active, more active <laughs> but I person. some because I got my new Apple watch and it didn't have a history. Oh, so there you go. So the first step bet with the smaller step count. So um, if you lose out, you forfeit your money and it goes into a pot and at the end of the game, it's split amongst all the people who made it to the end. Yep. So this last time it wasn't very good. I only got like three dollars. Okay. But in games in the past, I've got like seven dollars. Yes. Yeah, like I've a got latte. Last time so. I think I got ten. <laughs> it's really easy to search for. You just go to Step Bet and some of the celebrities do their own games mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But then you can just apply your winnings to the next game. Yes. You know, and so I like it. When the weather's nice, I like it more. So I did the Aaron Oprier one. It was like three weeks ago. So it was six weeks before that. And I was a little angry because it was it's just so hot mm-hmm. that I didn't want to get out and move. And I just wasn't quite as motivated. So I think maybe before I go on my vacation, I'll do another one. I think I'm going to do a run bet next. Oh, same they have pre- a run bet? Same premise, yes. 
because the step one was really aggravating because it's like every day every afternoon when I get home yes I have to think about it let me just give everybody a tip though if you're not a runner walker and you're a biker you can buy a attachment for your Fitbit and Apple Watch if you just google I think it's like ankle something for your ankle band for your fitness device and it will count your steps there because I really enjoy the Peloton and it was a little I started doing that on the weekends when I was when it was 100 and Eight degrees outside. Or rainy. Or rainy. It's really hard to get your steps in. And it's just it's hard to get your steps in around your house. Yep. So, anyway. Well, good for you, Maggie. That sounds like a really productive weekend. Yeah. My weekend started off on Friday, which really was not a weekend at that point, with a complete cluster of an afternoon whenever I got home. <laughs> so, to put this in perspective to everyone... We haven't really had a jam-packed, or my schedule hasn't really been jam-packed in terms of meetings or even calls and Zoom meetings in quite some time because of the um, pandemic. But Friday, it was pretty jam-packed, and I, I thrive in that environment. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, maybe not necessarily Friday, but it's a very uh, big client of ours. We have a great relationship with them, and we were doing a Zoom meeting that I needed to get on for 1245. I had a meeting before that. I was trying to get home in time because the meeting wasn't going to be over till 430-ish, and then we were heading straight to the river, okay? So I just, everything was a little tight. So I get home. And I remember this time, it was like 1225, because I'm like, okay, I have 20 minutes to eat lunch, let the dogs out, maid is at my house, because you can't eat when you're on a Zoom meeting, when the camera's on. Yeah. So, you know, I guess you could, it would just look kind of weird. Um, so the painter is at my house, which means I can't, and he's in the backyard, and I couldn't let the dogs outside, but I walk into my house. Apparently, my maid plays Alexa, <laughs> the music on Alexa, and I'm on the phone. So I walk into my house. Alexa's blasting music. I'm on the phone. Maid is trying to talk to me. I had to turn off Alexa while I'm on the phone, which is hard to do because you don't really, it's just, hey, hold on, let me turn off Alexa, that music that's blasting. So I quickly heat up something to eat, and I go to open the office, which is also our dog room, and my adopted dog darts out like I have never seen a dog dart out before, okay? So he darts out, and I'm like, Tucker, come here, and he will not, he will not come back. And then he pees on the kitchen floor. Oh, no. And the painter's there. So I really, I could let, I could have let him out. But at that point, it's like 1242 and I got to get on because I am a consultant for this client. You know, I'm their consultant and I needed to get on the Zoom meeting. And so also had to manage to get all my stuff into the office and position my computer so that I looked like decent. <laughs> anyway, uh, that was just like, that was a very stressful 15 minutes of time. Very condensed, but we made it through it. And then we went to the river and had a very relaxing, awesome weekend. A little bit of an adventure because we took the boat out a little too late. And um, right when we got to the lake, I'm not kidding you, we went through this air, this spot of air that the temperature dropped to like 70 degrees. It was kind of eerie. It was a very dark cloud. It was, it was kind of freaky. The kids were with us. They were freaking out. Uh, Patrick was, my husband was the one, you know, driving or steering the boat we get caught in shallow water but we made it back it was fine it was fine that's so, cool it was fun i mean i'm really 
I get really fascinated by weather. So just here, it was pretty nifty just hearing that is because when we left, it was partly cloudy and hot. Mm-hmm. The lake is maybe forty minutes away, and it was about to be just a torrential thunderstorm. This is hard for me to explain, so people can visualize. I've never seen more boats. <laughs> Leaving the lake, going the other direction. <laughs> should have been a red flag. Yeah, we should have. But we're like, we got this. I'm like, it'll blow over. Come on. And the little, the middle nephew of the three of them is like, we got to go back. We got to go back. We got to go back. Kind of in Patrick's ear. And I'm like, okay, calm down. We've got my father-in-law who's very well versed when it comes to boating. And so, you know, nothing really bad was going to happen. We might have gotten caught in a thunderstorm. And then, you know, it just would have been a little uncomfortable. So... <laughs> Anyway, so that was that weekend, and then we came home, and the one thing I have to applaud myself on. So on Friday, while I was on this Zoom call, I did get my groceries delivered. So I had all my groceries at my house by the time, you know, on Friday. So when we came back on Sunday, we were able to do a little bit of the meal prepping. Nice. So anyway, so that was the week. That was the weekend. Um, We're into another week getting a little bit closer to my vacation. So I'm in a little bit better of a mood than I was in four weeks ago. (laughs) But yeah, we wanted to talk about um, kids. And maybe I wanted to talk about kids. So just to give everybody a little bit of a background, I am 38 years old. And I believe I talked about this on one of the very first podcasts that I did teach high school math for the first four years of my career. And really... This is going to sound probably a little odd, but it is just the truth. I have never wanted kids. I never thought about wanting kids. When I was teaching all of my students since I taught at the all-girl private high school here, they all wanted me to have kids, you know, because that's what they want when they're in high school. And I'm like, are you going to come and take care of my kid while it's crying in the middle of the night, you know? (laughs) And we would always kind of joke about it, but I've run into them. I run into them a good bit around town, and they're, they don't ever really ask me anything because I think I was pretty much like, no, I'm probably not going to have them. What I really wanted to talk about was that now that I'm 38, it's really died down. But I would say between, you know, two to three years after I got married to maybe three years ago. You know, I hate to say that my age really does help this, but I am getting getting a little bit older. Not to say that you cannot have children, but I just feel like people either have figured out that I'm not going to have them. Um, I still get asked every once in a while, but it was very interesting to me. I feel like it was kind of a sociology experiment when people would ask me if I had kids and I would say no. And then uh, most of the time I would get the question, are you going to have them? I think that's a very common question, but as I think about it, and I have asked this before, I have asked this. I've even done the, somebody just had their first and are you going to have your second type of thing, you know? Mm -hmm. And I just think it's very normal and natural to ask those things. Um, But when I would tell people, no, I'm not going to have them, the reactions, I I felt like I could write a blog post on the reactions that I would get. So I'm going to talk a little bit about this, right? The number one comment that people told me, do you know what it is? Yes. Which, what is it? Who's going to take care of you? Who is going to take care of me and Patrick whenever we're older? That was the number one comment. And I was personally a little baffled by that because I think that's just the natural course of life. But I think about a lot of families with kids and I won't, I kind of think, I don't think that your kid's going to take care of you when you're older. So I don't really think that's a guarantee in my opinion. So that was the number, that was the number one thing. Number two. 
I would say, is, are you and Patrick going to get bored? And I was always like, well, I don't have a crystal ball. Um, are you bored? Do you get bored? Your kids are out of the house. Do you get bored? So I just felt like that was also very interesting. I understand to an extent that kids do keep you very busy, but me and Patrick, we're not really bored, you know? Mm-hmm. Now that I'm getting a little bit older and all of my friends and a lot of the professional acquaintances that we have, their kids are in school and a lot of them are in private school or just in school in general, and especially with the pandemic, the reaction is, wow, wow. That was a really good decision, <laughs> you know. And I know they're kidding, right? They clearly, clearly love their kids. The other reaction I've gotten is, "You must have so much money," <laughs> which is just a fact. I am going to have more disposable income because I don't have as many mouths to feed, you know. So, um, what, what was that acronym? Do you remember talking about that? Yeah, Dink. On the boat. D-I-N-K. Dual income, no kids. <laughs> Dual income, no kids. Yes. Yeah, so me and Patrick are Dinks. <laughs> But I guess my point through all of this is that, you know, when you're younger, you're not as secure, I feel like. I kind of feel like when I would answer those questions, sometimes depending on who I was talking to, the easy answer would be, we're just not ready right now. When in my heart and soul, I knew that we were not going to have kids. Mm -hmm. Um, Now I just feel a lot more secure about it, you know. Um, I was always a little perplexed as to... Why everybody was worried about if me and Patrick didn't have kids. But again, I think that's just society. And if you go a little bit against societal norms, um, it's a little freaky. And I, like I said, I know I've done the same. You know, I've asked my cousins, are y'all going to have a second one? Well, it's not really any of my business. I'm just kind of curious or making conversation. Mm -hmm. So that's where we are on the kid thing. Um, Oh, I did also get asked, "Would would I regret it? And once again, I said... Don't have a I don't have a crystal ball. I do not know. I feel like I would, I might regret a lot of things. I think we try to go through life making decisions that we don't regret, you know, and living our life to the fullest. So, um, but I do have five nephews and I'm going to get a little deepish emotional. But when my sister had her had her baby and her, she, so my sister and my sister-in-law both got pregnant right around the same time, had the exact same due dates. Probably mentioned this before the Torito side of the family, they're impatient. So Cooper came first major, which is my <laughs> side of the family and major is my maiden name, by the way. And that's my sister named her first, um, our maiden name, which I thought was adorable. So he was three weeks later. And I, I mean, for the first couple of years of his life, I thought Major did not want to come out of that womb whatsoever. So, um, but when they had their kids and I went to go see that child, I had no idea the feeling that I could have as an aunt. And it wasn't like I've never felt something for other family members or other cousins or friends but it was a deep love, not saying that it is the same as a, as a mother and a child or a father and a child, but it was a much more emotional, deep connection than I anticipated. And I'm still surprised to this day how much those little kids mean to me in my life and how much I love them. And so I've got two on my side and three on Patrick's side. And I got to tell y'all, being an aunt, that's what God wanted me to do. I know that now. That is what God wanted me to do. He wants me to be an aunt because me and Patrick are cool. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And 
we kind of get to spoil them, right? We try not to spoil them too much. We don't want to make their parents mad, but we get to spoil them and then we get to give them back. Or like on Sunday, we get to go home to our really quiet house, yeah. <laughs> you know? So that's my, that's my kid, my kid's story. You guys need fun tea and Funkle shirts. Yes. That's what me and Erin had. I feel like I need a cool <laughs> ant shirt. Megan, if you're listening to this podcast, I need a cool ant shirt from the Amy Brown uh, store. I have one of those, You do too. have one So, yeah, Maggie, do you have anything to say about that? Well, I'm just curious. For you, I'm sure you've reflected on it. What do you think that stemmed from? Your... Hmm. It's a good question. Like, you never want to... Can you tie it back to something, or... When I was younger, I really did not like babysitting. So, which makes it sound like I don't like kids. But maybe I just am missing that... I don't even know if it's missing something. But it's just it's just not a desire that I had. I really had no mm-hmm. desire to have kids. And I don't really have a great explanation as to why. I have a younger sister and a younger brother... And my brother's six years younger than me. And so I remember when he was born and I would help my mom take care of him. But, I mean, I was six years old. Okay, so let's not get carried away. Like, hold the bottle up, you know. I don't really know. It's just, it's just not something that I've ever wanted. And Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, I think there's some people out there that they never want to get married. Yeah. You know, and they don't, they, they might have a clear explanation to that. But it's just that it, I feel like everybody kind of envisions their life. In a certain way. Mm-hmm. You don't really know what that is, but I knew that mine was not going to have children in it. Now, if it would have happened, then that's what was meant to be. Right. That's what was meant to be. Yeah. So, that's a good question. Well, and I, I was wondering if you were very involved, being the oldest and, like, helping raise your, not raise your siblings, but I know my sister is six years older than me, and I was the baby of four, so she was very involved in raising Mm -hmm. I mean she's mom number two for sure I could see that playing a part like maybe maybe this isn't for me I had to do it and I don't I don't know yeah I don't really think I think I ever had this clear defining moment I think it was just something that I always knew I mean I knew when I was teaching at a high school I was teaching at when those girls would ask me when are you gonna have kids I knew right then and there I wasn't ever gonna have kids yeah and you were I mean you were young I was 23 yeah Uh uh-huh And maybe me and Patrick thought about it when we were in college. I don't necessarily remember that too much. That, you know, when you're in college, everything like that seems so far off and right-leaning as a recent graduate. (laughs) For sure. So, you know, but I love being an aunt and I would do anything for those little guys. But the decision being far off, that's kind of funny because I didn't think that I was getting engaged when I got engaged. Uh, well, you got engaged pretty young. I was. I mean, with today's standards. And don't get me wrong. I... I loved Aaron, and I and I knew I loved Aaron. And still to this day, I'm like, I'm too young to be doing this, or I'm not old enough to be doing. This. I'm too immature, or something. And I don't know why I do that. Maybe it's a confidence issue. I'm not sure. <laughs> okay, so as the old person in the room, all right. <laughs> when I go back and think about that, at 23 years old, I was married. We had a house, and I was teaching high school students. Okay. 23 years old, now I feel like that's a baby. That's crazy. Now I feel like that's a baby. But it's not. When you're 23, you don't think that, you know. Um, But look, I had to pump myself up in case this vacation doesn't happen. Or let's say me and Patrick get stuck, you know, in somewhere. And I'm like, what are we going to do? And I'm like, we will figure it out. (laughs) Like, we can 
we can do this. What does this card say? We can do, we can do hard, hard things. things. We can do hard things. So I think everybody still kind of feels like, I think about all the time so as a sure business owner too, you know, like, oh my goodness, so many of the decisions mm-hmm. that we make, they affect so many people. So yeah, I think everybody feels in and over their head yeah. at some point in their day, I in de- their week. I definitely have those moments a lot. So, but you have some nieces and nephews, Maggie. Mm-hmm. Or just, is it just nieces? You no, got nephews. nieces and nephews. We've got 10 on Aaron's side and then two on my side. It's a mix. Yeah. Of boys and girls. And they're so fun. And y'all kind of live on the on the farm? <laughs> no. Only Aaron's brother lives um, within walking distance of us. The other ones are scattered around. But they're all close. Yeah. And so we see them regularly. What do they call you? Do they call you Maggie? I'm Aunt Maggie. You're Aunt Maggie? Mm-hmm. Okay. So on Patrick's side, they call me Aunt Miss Miss. Because, and this is going to sound really weird to people that do not know my husband's family because they're the biggest goofballs. Do you know what I'm about to say? I don't know if I do. So when Cooper was born, he's the oldest, okay? He's the one that was born three weeks before uh, my sister's child. Um, They jokingly called Patrick Uncle Nanny because Patrick's (laughs) the godfather. And you call the godmother nanny. And so they just did it as a joke because they are the silliest people you will ever be around. Get get Patrick, his brother, and his dad in a room and they make you laugh and then they also drive you insane. Well, that name kind of stuck and people were like, that's weird. And we're like, yeah, it was a joke. But then it got shortened to Uncle Nan Nan. So they call Patrick Uncle Uncle Nan Nan. Nan. And we're like, when are they going to get old enough to be like, that's not, like, they know his name is Patrick, but they haven't been like, that's weird that we call him. And it's not even weird. It's kind of adorable. It's, it's just different. So I am Aunt Miss Miss. Cute. You know, so, and then on, on my sisters, they call me Aunt Missy. And Uncle Nanette. No, I, I'm just Aunt Maggie, but Aaron is Uncle Doc. Okay. That's his nickname. So, I mean, it's just, because they all refer to him as Doc, so the kids just call him Uncle Doc. I do feel like grandparents today, you know, what they're called is kind of a big thing, Oh, too. yeah. I mean, my mom and dad really thought about what Major was going to call them. Yeah. So, it's Annie and Pops. That's cute. And then my mother-in-law is Emmy. Her name is Patricia, but Emmy and Pop T. Really? Yeah. Okay. See, my... um. My in-laws are just Mama and Papa. Uh, my my parents are BB and Papa. Cute. I just think it's so cute when they can start saying those names. It's adorable. My mom's Becky Beck, so BB just makes makes sense for her. And Papa, I'm not I'm not sure. I think I guess Lainey decided that on her own. Lainey, Maggie's niece, not to be confused with Lainey, our producer. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, so that was um that that's where I'm at, and I'm, I'm a lot more. Comforted, and I do actually get, I, I do get approached every once in a while by people that have also made the same decision, and it's kind of like, you know when you bond with people that are in the same situation, I will immediately bond with somebody who has made that decision not to have kids, you yeah. know, and we can talk openly about it, and there's been some younger people that have asked me, they have said, how did you know? Mm-hmm. What made you do that, you know, and I just think the open dialogue and just being able to be really honest and raw with people goes a long way, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, clearly, again, to be sensitive, 
there are some people who do not have children because they could not have children, you know? And so we pray for those people and, and those stories, they break my heart. Um, I was not necessarily in that particular position. So, um, but we're going to lighten things up a little bit because that was deep. I was about to say, I'm like, that one hits pretty close to home. Be that. <laughs> so Maggie, I have decided to use one note to write down all of my weekly favorites. So I actually have some weekly favorites. Do you share? I don't have any new ones okay, to add okay. this week. I'll take up, I'll take up the ring. All right, everyone. I might be totally late to the game on this, but I was following somebody on Instagram and they heated up their built bar, which is a protein bar, which is probably one of the best tasting protein bars on the market, in my opinion. Okay. And they heated it up and they were like, it makes like a cake. And I'm like, like, cause the built bar is like kind of a nugget, n- nougat, whatever. It's very it's soft. Che- it's soft and chewy. Side note, their website crashed on Thursday when they came out with their quote unquote new formula. It is still down. Oh, so you weren't able to snack any? I haven't any? ordered any because you can't get on the website. So anyway, so Friday night at the river, instead of eating the real cookies and stuff, I take the, I think it's like the brownie walnut built bar. I put it on a plate and oh. I heat it up for 20 seconds. Yum. It's like a brownie. A part of me was like, how many chemicals are in this built bar to make it go from this like <laughs> chewy texture to, I mean, it looks like a brownie. It's like changes the texture on the inside. So I wouldn't even call built bars a chewy texture. They're almost like not gel, but yeah, like caramel. Yeah, it's kind of caramel. It's kind of caramel. What do you say? Kind of, it kind of reminds me of a candy bar. Yes. Let's just be honest. It's like candy bar. That is crazy. Yeah. I still haven't tried it. It was. And then I did the raspberry one, too. And that one wasn't as cakey, but it was still... There's something about that warm chocolate that hits your tongue, like that chocolate coating. Oh, uh, my God. So it melted, and then the inside turned to cake? Yes, but it melted, but it kept its shape. And then you can also freeze them. So Witchcraft. clearly there's some chemicals in there, and you know what? <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. So, um, anyway, so that was... I mean, it just makes me so happy I had one last night. I do have something. What? I said the word witchcraft, and it reminded me oh, of something from okay. last week. So, I'm going to share Go <laughs> before ahead. I forget. Yes. <laughs> I love Costco. Everyone knows I love, know Costco. love Costco. They asked me Was where I got Was that where you something. took the picture of the, like, massive quantity of yes. I almost asked you to buy me some. Yes. All Topo of the Chico. Topo Chico. I had to send you a picture because I'm like, oh my gosh, this is a ton. But. The next that, time you go, if you could pick me up a flat. Sure. Thanks. Sure can. But when I was browsing, I mean, this doesn't happen very often because I get to the register and I've, I mean, I spent $400 Uh just, you know, just casually browsing, but I got some cool stuff. But the one thing I wanted to mention was that there is this Paracone MD, I think is the brand. It's a vitamin C serum. Which I've heard vitamin C is really good for yes, your skin. Yes, I have too. I've heard that too. So I've always thought Costco is going to offer the best price on something. But I really proved that fact to be true with this serum because at Costco it was $20, I think. Yeah, and that's a really, I feel like that's a higher end brand. I looked it up on Ulta's website when I was standing there. It was $60. Okay. Same amount. So if you could snag me some of that. <laughs> Same size. Oh, wait, maybe I have some vitamin C serum. In everything. I'm like, this is crazy. How can they do this? Wait, is it in see. a large quantity? 
from Costco, or is it just no? Them? It's a regular size. Of, it's one ounce. So I mean, mm. you're looking at a bottle. Y'all can't see this, but it's a serum size bottle. Okay. Okay. Let me ask you this: Is it a serum that has the like dropper in it? Mm-hmm. I go back and forth on the droppers. Oh, I want a dropper, so you don't have to get your germs in it. What do you? No, prefer? no, no. I kind of like a little pump. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, it makes that noise too. <laughs> But, I mean, I can do a dropper if I have to. And especially since I have my new strategy of, like, putting it on my hands and putting my hands on my face instead of just my fingertips. It's worked better. Yes. I have. Okay. So, I pulled up the image. It was $22.99. The Ulta price was $69. And so, that was my half. That's insane. If you need some. Are you sure it's really the same stuff? It's the sa- Paracone MD Vitamin C Ester Brightening Serum. Do they do they have other types of those products there? Oh yes, they like they're selling Nars makeup there yeah, now. Other types of that brand. Oh, because that's the thing about Costco. They'll have like certain things, mm. you know, but they won't have like the whole line. Oh no 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 no! It's just like some product it's that kinda, they're gonna. Why is that like because of contractual agreement with them? I've always been confused. Well, that's just not really their business. Or model. like you can only get the variety pack of pop chips. But yeah. you can't get just the regular sea salt ones. I mean, if you think about how much stock they have, they just can't have a large variety. It's like, this is what you get. But yeah. they're very successful with it. I do want that Topo Chico when you go back next time. Because that was actually, was it 24 for $18? It was a lot. I feel like it's going to be super duper heavy. It is. I did. Okay, you can pick it up, Maggie. I can absolutely pick it up. That's no problem. But I was like, this is a ton of glass. It was a 24 for 18 for $18. I paid $18 for 12 glass bottles at Whole Foods. See? See what I'm saying? I, I, I literally, what you texted me that on Friday afternoon. I think we were going to the river, and I think I was just like, should I just ask her to grab me some? Is she texting me to see if I can get, some, you know, does she want, what is she, what is she doing in this text? Just ask. Uh, just ask. Uh, analysis by, or paralysis by analysis, or whatever that phrase is when I said that backwards. <laughs> you overthought it. I got another weekly favorite. And really, the review of this is going to be in three weeks whenever I get back from vacation. But uh, we were talking, all three of us were talking, and I asked if pea coats were in style, and Lainey said no. <laughs> Thanks, lady, because I wasn't sure. Uh, I don't really like a pea coat. First of all, it doesn't ever, I like them if I'm outside and it's freezing. I do not like it to walk the 50 feet from my house to my car to get in my car and basically feel like I'm now suffocating, okay? Nor do I like traveling with them. They're mm-hmm. heavy. They're not easy to pack. Mm-hmm. And so in that conversation, and I think I even texted my sister, you guys were like, get a, is it puffer or puff? Um, I think it's either or. Either. Okay, so like a little puff puffer jacket. So I went to, you know, the Patagonia website and North Face. And I and those are really good quality brands, okay? But Lainey said she got a jacket off of Amazon. And I'm like, I mean, that's all I've been doing is shopping on Amazon. So I get the puffer jacket from the Amazon Essential line. Mm-hmm. 40 bucks. Y'all saw it. You love it. That, now, it might not keep me warm, which will be a deal breaker, but that is the cutest $40 puffer jacket I've ever seen in my life at this point. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, of course, I was going to go buy like three more in different colors. And I was like, well, that defeats the purpose of the $40 <laughs> jacket. And then it's like, whoa, <laughs> sit tight, Melissa, until you know if it keeps you warm. So we'll come back to that. But I'm telling you, I've told so many people about that jacket. I was so excited. It's a total weird move. 
If he finds something he likes, he buys it in all the colors. Like the four dresses that I bought, they're the exact same from Target. <laughs> yeah, bought four of them. And then, you know, I bought those shoes from Amazon in two different colors, and now I'm kind of like, I have to give them to somebody or sell them to somebody. So, my last thing. This is a product review. Okay. Biker shorts. Back to the biker shorts. All right. So, I ordered that pair of CRZ, mm-hmm. which I don't know if that's actually the name of the brand. I feel like some Instagram people call it something different, but it's on Amazon as like CRZ. crazy. Crazy yeah. yoga? Yeah. I'm just like CRZ. <laughs> I think it's CRZ. Okay. So... The CRZ biker shorts were a little bit longer than the gym people biker shorts. And for some reason, the material is either less polyester. I think it's a polyester spandex. And the percentages of each of those are different in each short. Mm -hmm. Because clearly when I got the CRZ and it looked different and felt different, I had to just know why. I get obsessive over things. So they were a little bit longer. They were more like the slick yoga pant material Mm -hmm. and the... The gym people, I don't want to say they're cottony because that is not the right word, but they're just not as, they're not shiny, okay? Yes. But the gym people are definitely more flattering. And I'm not sure if that is because of where it's hitting my leg. Uh Uh-huh. Okay? So, but the CRZ are just the right length. Are they the same color, the two? No. What colors are we working with here? So, the gym people's more of like a gray lavender and... The CRZ is a maroon. Mm. And you like the CRZ? No, I like the gym, gym people, people better. better. Okay. But the CRZ length is perfect for a run. Like, it's not going to ride up. You know, like, I feel like the gym people are, for me personally, they're better if I'm doing a short Peloton ride, doing some sort of circuit training or hit workout. I don't think I'd go run in them or be bopping around town. They're more comfortable in the CRZ, too. For that. So that's my product review on that. I think they're both about the same price and they're both high waisted. So the CRZ is definitely not a total loss because I will go run with those. Like I'll probably wear them tomorrow to go do a run. But anyway, that's my that's my spiel on the biker shorts. I'm still loving mine. I mean, I just love them. They're just they're just great lounge around when it's hot pants. Yes. <laughs> I just ordered four more pairs. I haven't worked with the courage to wear them in public yet though. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I, re- I wear them at the river in public, but that's the river. Yeah. yeah. Anything goes. It's like going to the beach. It still feels um, really not. It just feels odd. <laughs> I'm still working on it. <laughs> so, I don't know. I feel like you'd be cute. And like with a big, if it's cooler outside. I mean, I'm already, the, these sneaks that I got from, shout out to Sosis Boutique um, across the river I think it's Plaquemine. I do not think it's Port Allen um, that I'm wearing right now that do not go with my outfit whatsoever. But, like, I could totally wear the biker shorts with these. Business at the top. Business at the top. The party in the bottom. So, um, anyway, so I think that that's, that's about it for today's episode, Maggie. Yeah. So, super exciting. The next episode, we're going to have our first guest. I'm not going to say who it is. <laughs> I'm not going to say who it is because it's going to be a surprise, you know? A surprise. Yeah. Let her do her. Oh, spoiler. Well, it's a it's a her. It's Louisiana ladies. We will have a few men. You know, we're not going to, we're not trying to be like sexist or anything, but we will have a few men. Um, we have a great network of female professionals and female friends that I want to come on here and have them tell their story because everybody's story is different and it's so interesting to me. We will have somebody on here who has four kids under the age of 10 and she's a full-time 
working mom. You know, we'll have somebody on here who who doesn't have kids. Somebody else that has triplets. Oh my god. <laughs> oh man, that gives me anxiety. I'm getting hot just thinking about it. So, anyway, so wrapping it up. Hope everyone has a great week and is motivated. Um, I think once we get out of August and into mid September, the heat will come down here in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Maybe. No, we have a cold front coming this weekend. Oh, that's good. A cold front. I mean, high of 80s, low of 70. That's pretty cool. I think we're planning on pitching our tent. Y'all would do that. (laughs) Not that it's cold, but I think my niece would love it. And we have a new tent that we need to try out before we actually go legit camping in October. Okay. So, TBD. It'll be a practice run. Yes. Can't wait to hear about that next week. (laughs) Can't wait to hear about that next week. All right, everyone. We will talk to y'all soon. Thanks for stopping by.